0: The schedule, the job, the kids. Take some time just for you. It's Sunday mornings with D. Daniels on B101.5, powered by Mary Washington Healthcare. One of D.C.'s best hospitals that isn't in D.C. It's in Fredericksburg, Mary Washington Hospital. Here for you. And now,
1: D. Daniels. Good Sunday morning and welcome to the show, the show that is all about you and your life and your world. Ted Schubel is here with me this week on the Sunday show, and we're doing another COVID update, but somehow this COVID update show feels a bit more meaningful as it's officially been a year, Ted.
2: One year? Yeah.
1: Isn't that crazy? Can you believe it? I I mean, I can't believe we've been giving updates on this for a year now. And I was just looking at the timeline. Uh, March 11th, the World Health Organization declared the coronavirus a pandemic. And the director at the time saying, I'm deeply concerned by the alarming levels of the spread, of the severity. On that date, a year ago, we had no idea we were still going to be talking about it. Today, Mm -hmm. I mean that it's just insane, (laughs) and in a lot of ways. But also, I mean, so many positives as we uh, mark this year anniversary. I guess uh, we can call it. But so many things that we just didn't think we'd still be dealing with a year later, either.
2: And we've changed so much. Yes, no question. And we're all going to have the scars from it. And. We've talked about this before, just about how for many of our grandparents when we, we grew up, we heard about the depression all the time. Right. That, that was a defining moment in the, how they lived their lives. And there is no question that the pandemic is going to be, we're, we're never going to look at, hey, a lot of, there are a lot of kids out, of, out from school today because of the flu. Mm.
0: We're
2: just never going to look at, at those kind of things the same and and who knows if if people our ages ever go back to just hugging strangers
1: oh my goodness or uh, you know just the simple handshake yeah you know is something that it'll take a while
2: fist bump is good yeah the elbow you know
3: it works
1: the head nod yeah um it was the same day march 11th a year ago that we learned tom hanks and his wife were a positive for the Mm -hmm. coronavirus while they were in Australia same day that the NBA suspended its season uh that a lot of colleges uh and and pro leagues did the same thing Uh, at least a dozen states started closing schools that day um and people started working from home pretty immediately that all happened on the 11th the 12th the 13th A year ago. So, I mean, it was all very quick. Um, It was the 12th that we got to see Dr. Fauci really in the national international press talking Mm -hmm. about everything. And it was the 13th that President Trump declared a national emergency.
2: Wow. Yeah. And here we are.
1: And here we are. One
2: year later. Of
1: course, one year later, uh, we're also talking about the new president, uh, President Biden, who just pledged in his very first primetime address that adults will, all adults will be eligible for the vaccine uh, by May 1st. Mm -hmm. I mean, I didn't even think summertime, fall last year, I didn't even think we'd be talking for sure about a vaccine being available.
2: No, n- nobody did. I can remember back in April and May when Mary Washington Healthcare was doing town halls, them talking about, "Hey, get 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 ready, get used to this because best case scenario, there's not going to be a vaccine here until a year from now in the fall. The fall.
1: Right. The so fall of 2021, 20, this year fall. Yeah, exactly.
2: So we're 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 way ahead of what historically, you know, the, this vaccine was rolled out in just record time.
1: And we're hearing so many great things, obviously about uh, Johnson and Johnson, especially, um, and the one shot, and you know, just things of that nature. Which I mean, I feel like we have so many positive things to talk about. We're going to reflect a little bit more as we go along uh, this week on the Sunday show. But you brought up Mary Washington Healthcare, and I, I, I mean. First of all, they're our sponsor here on The Sunday Show. We appreciate them so much. Um, and they have certainly, along with the other healthcare workers in the nation uh, and around the world, been the front line of this pandemic. And they continue to do so. But I feel like right now we're getting some really, one year later, getting some really good news from Mary Washington Healthcare about where we are currently
2: and where we are currently can you imagine what we're about the the uh, Mary Washington Healthcare had a a virtual town hall the other night Dr. Mike McDermott with uh, this fact and as you listen to this just think did you ever think we would hear this right now
3: you know we've talked a lot about hope and optimism here and i think we all we all sense that and uh and we showed the curves earlier and the trend lines which are very fantastic but a couple of other anecdotes i just wanted to share with people that are that have been unusual for us and one of those is you know we when uh we have patients here that we've been treating with COVID 19 in our hospitals and so there's always a certain amount of test results that we're awaiting to come back uh is a patient positive for COVID or not and, um, you know, since way, way back in the spring, we've always had patients where we're awaiting test results. So, well, there was a, a moment in time last week where we didn't have any pending test results on inpatients. Right. And it's the first time in the pandemic. It's like, oh, my gosh, wait, we're not pending any test results. Like we know the answer for everybody who's in our hospital. That was unusual. Right. And that's a that's a good sign. Uh, similarly, there was an anecdote from one of our emergency room physicians saying at one of our ERs. Uh, In a 24-hour period, they didn't have any patients come in who were symptomatic for COVID. Uh, And that's the first 24-hour period at one of our ERs where they didn't have any patients present with symptoms of COVID dating all the way back to the spring. Those are good signs, right? And so uh, there is a sense for optimism here, but we need to stick with it. We need to, if uh, not everybody is vaccinated yet, and so we need to keep up with our tactics uh, social distance, wear masks, do the things that we know can help and get vaccinated when you do have the opportunity. These vaccines are fantastic and they're, they are our way out here. So uh, when you do get the opportunity, please, please get vaccinated and protect yourself.
2: When I heard that, I was just like, whoa, th- that's just a small th- small sample, I know, but still.
1: Well, and you love hearing from our health officials words like these vaccines are fantastic it is our way out Mm -hmm. those are great phrases i'm hearing them more and more not just locally but on the national level on the international level get the vaccine they're becoming more available just get it and and this is this is how we're going to get out of this
2: and there was real concern no one knew it initially when we started doing the vaccines the thought was even if you're vaccinated, you're probably going to have to wear a mask for a while because we don't know if you still could have COVID and transmit it to others. And, and they mentioned the other night that uh, the, it's not definitive yet, but it's looking more and more promising that you don't.
1: Which is wonderful. I remember very vividly having a conversation with my mom who has an underlying health condition and we were waiting for her to be able to get her first uh, shot, which she got not that long ago. So she's in that in between getting ready to get her second shot. But I remember the conversation I had with her on the phone before she went to get the shot she was still unsure of the shot. Mm-hmm. And and a lot of people still are, but even in those moments, she was like, what do you think about this vaccine? I, I had so many conversations that we've all had about that. There were a lot of questions, and I feel like even just over a short amount of time in weeks, two to three weeks, the, a lot of those questions have been answered by our health officials.
2: yeah, we're don't, we're learning more and more, and I think you got to feel more and more confident the The moderna uh, vaccine, especially is the one that you could have a uh, you, you know the, the, there's there's a side effect or two, but uh, but uh, Mary Washington Healthcare has said you know it's, it's not a side effect because of the the vaccine. it's it's, it's your immune system. It's your immune system reacting,
1: right? And, and, and I it's heard, not a
2: bad thing.
1: I heard, uh, you know, that it's a little less of a side effect with the Pfizer. It is, and even more uh, so, it's less with the uh, Johnson and Johnson. So, good things uh, we're hearing. Good things. They're all
2: good. Yeah. They. they, they <laughs> you don't. There's the the question. A lot of times is which one can you know, which one should I get? If her doctors say they've been asked, which one should I get? And they always the answer is whatever one they give you.
1: Uh, yes, definitely. Whichever Don't, one. They're all good. Whichever one you've gotten to be able to sign up yeah, for. Uh, they're that's good. The one. So um, March 15th uh, last year was the time when the CDC says Americans should cancel gatherings of 50 or more people for two months. That was the idea. Um, of course, that they increased those uh, guidelines. Now a year later, where are we with the CDC?
2: CDC this week came out with some some guidelines, and uh, Dr. Chris Newman with uh, Mary Washington Healthcare real, some real practical uh, situations of where those guidelines are at and and where we're at right now.
4: If everyone is vaccinated. You can gather unmasked indoors in a small group. Okay, so that. So you can gather in a small group, if everyone is vaccinated, you can gather unmasked indoors in a small group, okay? So that that's, that's something new and that's something really uh, shows that there's optimism and the data is looking good on these vaccines. Uh, you can gather uh, in a group unmasked if individuals are vaccinated with one other household that's unvaccinated, uh, as long as those individuals are low risk if they develop COVID of having severe disease. And I'll say the prime example of this is grandparents who are vaccinated coming to visit their grandchildren for the first time. And of course we can't vaccinate uh, grandchildren at this point. So if those grandchildren are well, uh, then then that is okay as long as it's one household. Um, Another uh, point that shows that the vaccines are working is if you're exposed to COVID and you're fully vaccinated you don't have to do a 14 day quarantine anymore. That is not recommended. Um, Certainly if you have any symptoms or signs of COVID, you need to isolate yourself and get tested, but uh, otherwise you do not need to follow that quarantine. Uh, What the CDC said that vaccinated individuals need to continue to do is mask in public, continuing to social distance in public, all the same sort of things. They're still not recommending broad travel uh, because again, travel is one of those ways where uh, that uh, the virus can spread and it's a vector they're not recommending medium to large size uh, gatherings Uh, so that's another um, important uh, important point but this is all optimistic we're cautiously uh, opening up and proceeding and we're following the data and as the data looks better and better on uh, these vaccines you know, the CDC will continue to make recommendations accordingly. Um, the one thing that we talked about previously that uh, is looking good is we weren't sure about spreading. You, you've been vaccinated. Could you be asymptomatic and spread to others? The data on that is starting to look better that the answer is no. We're not definitive on that. Um, so we're still masking everyone. And and from a practicality standpoint, you have to remember, you. There's no you're not holding up a card, you're not wearing a hat that says I've been vaccinated. So from a practicality standpoint, there's no way to say who's vaccinated and not when we're out in public, when we're shopping at a at target. You know uh, So we all need to be respectful of each other. We all need to be uh, protective of each other and wear a mask. Um, really, the end is in sight. Uh, I really I, I really do feel that the data is showing that. Um, this pandemic continues to throw us curveballs. So, you know, I, I'm not going to hang my hat on that, but I, I'm really optimistic at what we're seeing.
1: Those are current CDC guidelines mm-hmm. so different than where we were obviously a year ago. So
2: we're so different from where we were the last time a month ago when yes. we did one of these shows.
1: That's very true. That's that's absolutely true because I was just talking about March 15th last year when the CDC says gatherings of 50 or more people should be canceled for 2 months. It was the very next day that the president said avoid gathering in groups of more than 10 and stop eating inside restaurants. I mean, we quickly went to shutdown quickly, and now we are coming out of shutdown and hearing great news a year later for grandparents, great news uh, for people that can eventually take off the mask, even though we're, we're just getting some of this long-term information about the vaccine and how it spreads and after and what it looks like after and all of that it's still good news and lifting any of these restrictions just a year later i think is pretty amazing
2: you know well just the other night maryland at you know the other night maryland uh opened up restaurants and into uh, sporting venues and things like that so Things are coming back.
1: Yeah, absolutely. We're going to continue to talk about uh, COVID a year ago, a year later, um, where we are currently right now in just a moment. But before we go to our break, um, I did want to mention that the governor has been speaking pretty regularly throughout this entire Mm -hmm. uh, pandemic about what we what 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 we're doing as as a state and a Commonwealth, and how things are going in that department, And he actually had some really good things to say uh, the last time he was speaking about picking up your phone when it rings as as they're trying to keep track of everything that's going on.
5: It is important that you answer your phone. Our call center and local health districts are telling us that a, a lot of people aren't and i think we're all guilty of that because of numerous reasons and i i know that everybody including myself is tired of spam calls <laughs> and most of the time as we usually say it's not smart to answer if you don't know who's calling but right now until we get everybody vaccinated please answer your phone in
2: many cases will call you to set up a time. So answer your phone.
1: Well, you know, and I, I after hearing him say that, I I quickly thought to myself, um If I could sit down with him for a moment, I would say, Mr. Governor, um, I appreciate your hard and difficult work during all of this, but we never answer our phone. Um, No, that's the problem. And that is the issue. I mean, we we just don't. You know, we're in the time where, you know, you see your neighbor calling you and it's like, why just text me?
2: (laughs) It's easier to text.
1: It is so much easier, but uh, especially when we're doing this bigger rollout. Mm -hmm for the vaccine, so important that you get your scheduled time because you don't want to miss the window
2: yeah that's the thing you don't you don't want to you 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 get to that point of where you're at the the top of the list and you don't want to have to recycle back
1: yeah you don't want to miss your chance no doubt about it all right we're going to talk about local businesses the impact um and what's going on with uh, the local business arena a year later and of course uh our back to business spotlight that we're doing right here on b101.5 all of that
0: coming up on the sunday show after this break the journey to pregnancy is different for everyone. Whether your journey to motherhood is a breeze or requires advanced treatment options, Mary Washington Healthcare delivers personalized care for you and your baby with our obstetrics and gynecologic and maternal fetal medicine practices. Our partnership with Children's National Hospital and specialty certified staff in the region's only level 3 NICU means we are equipped to care for even the smallest miracle. Learn more at mybaby.mwhc.com.
3: Stafford Hospital is committed to providing the best cardiac care and life-saving procedures for you. Performed by talented, highly trained cardiologists. We've expanded our cardiac services with a new $2.5 million state-of-the-art cardiac catheterization lab. This investment is enhanced by the newly formed Mary Washington Cardiology Practice in affiliation with Oracle Heart and Vascular. Convenient, expert heart care right here in the heart of Stafford. Click the banner to learn more.
0: Now back to Sunday mornings with D. Daniels on B101.5.
1: Good Sunday morning and welcome back to the show, the show that is all about you and your life and your world. And once again, thanks to our sponsor, Mary Washington Healthcare. Ted Schubel is here with me this week on the Sunday show. We are doing a COVID update a little different this time around because it's COVID one year later. I cannot believe it's been a year, although it feels like 10 years in the last year. It just how oh. we fit all of this into one year. I don't. And yet, know. At,
2: at other times, it seems like it was five minutes ago. Oh my God. It's a weird. It's just a weird
1: thing. It really is. Uh, we want to talk a little bit about some of uh, the uh, impact that uh, this has had over the last year with our local businesses. I mean, you know, we've heard and seen just horrible things with local businesses having to shut down. And that a lot of that happened pretty early. I mean, I, you know, I was just talk, having a conversation with management here at the radio station and the other day, and, and we were talking about how looking at your spreadsheets and your numbers for your business, you could pretty clearly see the drop off that started to happen at the end of March last year. And oh, I'm yeah. sure local businesses all around uh, saw the same thing and were scared to death.
2: Uh, April Peterson uh, a year ago was was president of uh, of uh, Fredericksburg downtown, the downtown merchants down there, and a pretty interesting statistic about uh, what last year was like for downtown, and and, and really. This statistic shows the power of downtown Fredericksburg.
6: To date, there hasn't been one business that's closed downtown due to COVID reasons. That's insane. Um, and, you know, we talk to a lot of communities with Main Street across Virginia, and other communities cannot say the same thing. And when you take a look back, you know, I talked to some of the former presidents of Main Street, Scarlet Ponds and Dee, Dee Lecky, And, you know, when we sit and talk about why is it, like, why are we surviving this and the way that we're surviving this and all of us say that you know it's it's the friendships that we've built it's the idea that we're not competitors that we there's a big enough pie for us all to share that we just have to help each other out that we're a community of small business owners that um you know and it's it's uh, I, that is a unique thing for a community. And, and I think that we're true leaders um, for our city showing how this can be done. It's not an exaggeration to say, like if a business owner is struggling for whatever reason, customers aren't coming through the door, they can't figure out the technology piece, how to pivot their business in some way. All they have to do is we have a closed Facebook group and all they have to do is shout out on that Facebook page to say, this is my problem. And it is every business swarming them to mm. say, "We, you know, we'll drop everything we've got you
2: the statistic though that you just gave that now one business closed covid related is mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. phenomenal
6: isn't that amazing it really is amazing and it's i'm telling you ted it's unique to Fredericksburg and and it's not just that the business owners collaborated with each other and supported each other it is our customers in 22401 our customers like they never stopped supporting us
2: And we saw that over and over. We
6: did. You're
1: right. And I think, you know, as a as a community um, and I can't speak to other communities, but I mean, I know in this region, it really did seem like business owners pulled together and it seemed like, you know, they tried to start some campaigns to Mm -hmm. say, okay, we'll do business outside, pull up to the side, uh, uh, pull up to the curb, we'll bring everything out here to you, call ahead, pay for it on the phone, we'll take care, buy a gift card. It, it's like anything you can do and people responded to that i feel like
2: yeah well we yeah we saw the, the, the whole fredericksburg strong campaign yes
1: that's right uh
2: it, it, everybody got behind that and uh when, when when she first told me i had not heard that statistic before that, that nobody closed downtown COVID related last year to me, I just thought there's there not amazing. there are not many places that can say that. I don't know. If there's any place that can say that.
1: Yeah, and it, and it's wonderful. And I don't know. Like she said, I don't know exactly what. Gave us a protective bubble here, yeah. but I'm glad we had it. Yeah. Um, and, and I'm thinking about some of the other, like the local restaurants um, in the region, like uh, Juan More Taco and uh, Italian Station and Orofino and all of those people who got together to even help feed people mm-hmm. in the community, to help reach out to the elderly community um, who were hurting so much during the beginning, especially of COVID, and delivering meals to healthcare workers and doing things, even though they were hurting as a business they were trying to help other people at the same time
2: and that's not the, and it's you know just what, what what you said just a second ago about the, the the bottom line that there were tough times and people had to be laid off or were furloughed and it's it's been tough but uh businesses at least downtown have been able to to stand strong and uh, and, are, and are still standing.
1: Yeah, and it's, it's good news. You, if you remember last year at this time, um, we kicked off our local business spotlight mm-hmm. and we were giving uh, area business owners a chance just to get on the radio and talk about their business, if they were still open, what their hours were, if there was a different way people could help support them. And a year later, we're doing pretty much a similar thing called the Back to Business Spotlight. So now we want you to get back to business and we want to help you do that by doing the same exact thing. We're doing that on our website. You can sign up. It's free uh, for business owners just to go over there and, and sign up and, and we'll get your message on the morning show. So, I mean, we're, we're trying our best on our end to do what we can do. And I feel like that's, that's probably the reason other businesses are doing the same thing. Just trying to help each other out. What can I do for you? What can you do for me? What can we do for the community?
2: yeah it's, been, it's it's been a tough go and now we're kind of moving into the rebuilding stage of of things and you you got to think that based on the numbers and some of the things we talked about in the first segment earlier in the show that by this you know as, as spring goes into summer we're going to see a, a lot of a lot of things are going to be opening up and changing
1: I feel like a, a lot of the uh, a lot of the people in the area as as we continue to be concerned about numbers but we're hearing good news about the numbers. I feel like we're we're having this moment where we're holding our breath. It's like is this really almost the end? Yeah. I feel like that's where we are. Oh we are.
2: No, I think there's there still is that Okay, this looks good but but I think that the the, to me, the encouraging thing, especially to hear the other night, was that as the tests go on about the vaccine, more and more, more and more good things are coming about the vaccine, and uh, that I think that gives us all some hope. But in the past year, when you when th- when you think of things, you, you you wonder, you know, where do we go go from here? Right. And, and I thought in, in in talking the other day, Ann Klockner with Legal Aid Works downtown talked about uh, you know. What what sticks? What, what what are some of the things that we've gone through that stick?
1: I'd be interested to see just a year or two in the future what parts of this last year will stick and what won't. Like mm-hmm. For example, now all of a sudden I just am on all these Zoom calls. I wonder how many of them will
3: remain Zoom calls when we can all get together because I'm saving an unbelievable amount of money on gas and <laughs> wear and tear of my car. But I'd like to see people in
1: real time. So it'll be interesting to see what sticks. I've seen more people in the last year than I think I've ever seen, just because we all can show up Mm -hmm. online. Uh, So there's some benefit to just being more inclusive and saying, "Okay, more people can show up to this meeting
3: than if we had it at a particular place. That's true. Yeah.
1: That is that is a good point. And I wondered the same thing. How many of these things will become the new norm um, where people are working more from home or, you know, certain industries are doing that. How many Zoom calls we will have instead of in-person meetings Mm -hmm. and things like that. I haven't hated it as I've gotten to, you know. No, because
2: you're not spending half a day. Exactly. Going someplace. Right.
1: And, and I've learned that we can mute the mic on a Zoom call, and that's lovely. Um, and, and, you know, we you can, can... even
2: turn the camera off. Turn the camera
1: off. off. That's and you can lovely. go do something else. That's wonderful. Um, but at the same time, I think there are some things that are coming back that we absolutely need to come back. Yes. Kids going, getting back in school. Yes. Teachers getting back in the classroom. Yes. Um, school bus drivers getting back on the bus. All that. You know, I feel like there it's are got to. some of those things that our mental health has really taken... A hit uh in so many ways so i'm i'm so happy to see some of those things coming back i was just talking to my mom who is a teacher the other day and i know uh your wife is a teacher and as well and so i know she knows too but as frustrating as it has been to deal with all of this back and forth and virtual and hybrid i think most teachers seem very relieved that there is some normalcy around the corner
2: yeah, yeah. No, and I teachers will talk about when you win and I and I I've, I've seen examples of this heard examples of it of where as the teacher is teaching and they have the students respond, they the student at home turns their mic on and you can hear like the TV in the background right. or you can hear screaming in the background. Just just the being able to concentrate has been a challenge for for teachers. And for students. So do you remember, do you remember, because I can remember right where I was when I when, when the NBA shut down and the NCAA started to, to shut down. I, remember, I can remember it. I
1: remember us talking about, um, I remember us talking about it on the show the next day. Um, I remember us talking about All of that. And then I remember going home that day and talking to my family and looking at my family and being thankful that we could be in a bubble together and Mm -hmm. hopefully okay. And I but I also remember them looking at me, and me looking at them and us having that moment of, boy, we're just going to be looking at each other's faces for a long time here over the next I don't know how long. And we were all just scared. I mean, we were just scared. to. Go, I was scared to go out the next day and pump gas. I was scared to oh, go to the grocery store. Totally. I, I didn't you know. You didn't want to touch anything. No, I, I didn't. I, and then you were afraid you were going to miss something. Did I hand sanitize after this moment? Did I wash my hands after this? Yeah. Wait, I'd used my credit card somewhere. Did I wipe it off? Can I wipe it off? <laughs> you know, it was just yeah. so many questions. Uh, but yeah, I remember, I remember those moments of... Really, really tough anxiety that I know everybody else felt a lot of that too.
2: Hearing the stories is just fascinating. Allison Bombs, John and Mary Chamberlain with the Rat Panic Area Health District.
5: I actually um, was lucky enough that I had a vacation time to the week before our first case. And then when we were coming back on the airplane, we started seeing people wearing masks. And we were like, oh, this is weird. Like something's really happening. And then the next day, I was back at work and somebody came to my office and asked if I had a little time to help on COVID and that's what I've been working on ever since. How about
2: you, Mary?
1: funny because um i'm not a big concert goer at my age now but my husband um for my birthday uh just over a year ago took me to a concert and we were standing room only in dc like adams morgan and we were all packed in like sardines and we would kind of heard a little something about maybe there was a virus out there and i thought about it a little bit but then it was like the next couple days news started coming out and i thought oh my gosh what did we just do
2: oh Yes. And, and there are people in, in, in the health department, and both of them thought initially, no big deal. Yeah.
1: I, I don't even remember thinking it was as a, a big deal, really. You know, I just kind of thought, oh, it's like a new strain of, of flu or cold or something that, like you said, we'll get through quickly.
5: And I remember rescheduling stuff where it's like, oh, you know, we have this, this meeting or this dinner party. We'll just schedule it, reschedule it for next month. And then now here we are, and I can't even imagine being at a concert packed like sardines. <laughs> I I yeah. think I don't yeah. know if I can handle it right, right. now. No. I to ease my way back in. And
2: what you did at the health department did that did that change a lot because of COVID?
5: Yeah, in my job, you know, I'm the population health coordinator. So my project had been working on a health assessment in Caroline County. Unfortunately, that has been completely on pause. I've been totally yeah. absorbed in COVID ever since. Wow,
2: as we all have.
5: Yes, that's I. That's so funny.
1: I remember us talking about certain concerts that were planned um, right around the time when all of this... We gave tickets away. And they they
2: were like for September. And we said, it'll be okay by then. By then, it'll be fine.
1: I I remember uh, it was long about, I want to say, March 11th or 12th or 13th that we were still promoting some concerts. And we said, well, right now it's not been called off. So... Go ahead. Just yeah, uh, plan on it. It's August, September. We'll be fine. Mm-hmm.
2: Um,
1: but we weren't, and a lot of a lot of artists have canceled tours, um, even for this year. Yeah. So, uh, but a year later, you know, uh, our new president uh, just saying yes to fourteen hundred dollar stimulus payments that should be uh coming our way and extending unemployment benefits and helping out small businesses and vaccines for everyone hopefully by may so it's wow it's been a year but we we've packed a lot into the year and i feel like we've got new good news on this anniversary
2: yeah yeah, it's 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 an anniversary we, we knew was coming, but it's it's been interesting the last few days to be thinking back. What were you doing? Because every teacher will tell you in, in Spotsylvania, anyway. Because a year ago, the, uh, f- on Friday was their last day of school before spring break, and they never went back.
1: And I remember at least uh, my mom telling me about her classroom that the decorations for st patrick's day were up and stayed up Mm -hmm. all year long to empty classrooms it's just all of it disheartening, but now as we mark this year, I feel like we have many things to be positive about.
2: Yeah, no, it's the, the, the numbers and what's what's just, just when you look at the daily numbers that you see on our Facebook page that come from the health district, uh, they're, the hospitalizations are down, the, the cases are down, and the, the percent positivity that just six weeks ago was getting close to 20% is now below five. Oh, wow. So.
1: That's amazing. It
2: is. So That's amazing. there is there's a lot but we still have to keep it up.
1: Yes, we At do. At least in
2: the short term just keep doing what you're doing what you've been doing
1: yes and hopefully the good news will continue to roll in if you're a business owner don't forget you can sign up for our back to business spotlight uh, for free at b1015.com keyword spotlight and a big thanks of course to our health care workers our first responders our health officials everyone who has been uh, on the front lines uh, our grocery store workers are mm. you know uh, and and now can i just say to those of you who are uh, working the vaccine lines yes and giving out the shots um thank you thank you thank you we cannot thank you you enough. Ted, thank you. And happy anniversary, I guess. I was going to say, is it it inappropriate (laughs) to say happy anniversary, Dee? I'm just glad we've made it through. Yeah, we have. I I am very glad of that. Uh, And big thanks again to Mary Washington Healthcare for being our sponsor here on The Sunday Show.
0: Your emails are always welcome. If you have questions or comments about today's show or an idea for a future program, email D, that's D-E-E, at B1015.com. Sunday Mornings of D is powered by Mary Washington Healthcare, one of D.C.'s best hospitals that isn't in D.C. It's in Fredericksburg, Mary Washington Hospital, here for you. The thoughts, comments, statements, and opinions of the host and guest are their own and not necessarily those of Centennial Broadcasting, B101.5, or Station Management. Thanks for listening to Sunday Mornings with D. Daniels on B101.5.